On this episode of Empower 305, Eric Gavin, the executive director of Venture Miami. A Miami for everyone um, means that we have to, at each level, help people get involved and gain more access to technologies. Welcome back to Empower 305. You're listening to episode four. I'm your host, David Janot, and I'm happy to say that I'm joined today by Eric Gavin, the new executive director of Venture Miami. Welcome to the show, sir. Good to be here, man. Awesome, awesome. So you're about, we were briefly talking about this, but uh, you're pretty new to this. You've been here for about a month now in the new role. How's it going so far? <laughs> you know, exactly three weeks. So uh, the, the new role has been amazing. All the positive energy that I've been getting both internally from, from people in the city, the mayor himself has been a huge advocate. I've been really uh, appreciating that. And also um, externally in the community, the community has been really uh, pushing things out for me and, and really been reaching out to me say, hey, Eric, what, what can we do with all this good energy? What, uh-huh. what things and strides can we make? And I'm I'm here for all of it, man. That's, That's great. good. That's good. Yeah, because I was wondering if you were like, are you hitting the ground running or is it kind of more like observation? Man, mode? we are hitting the ground running. <laughs> I mean, so I'm, I'm very big on, um, you know, not trying to move too quickly before things need to start happening. But, you know, with, with this role, I, I have really been pushed to say like, hey, we, we need to do a little bit of both at the same time, you mm-hmm. know, alternate. Let's make sure that we're moving as, as quickly and efficiently as we can, but also at the same time, like learn quickly from these things that For we're sure. doing to make sure that we keep course correct <laughs> as we move forward. As we mentioned, this is uh, episode four. In episode two, we spoke to the mayor a little bit about Venture Miami. Yes. Uh, last episode, episode three, we spoke to Kanasha Paul for what her role will be in this. Now we've got you in the hot seat. So, yeah, man. <laughs> so now that you're here, um, what can you say about, like, what is your vision for Venture Miami moving forward? You know, so my ven- vision for Venture Miami is, is, is very much uh, to, to dive deeply into what the mayor has laid out as far as the capital of capital. Mm-hmm. You know, Miami is moving forward in this direction with all these tech companies coming in, all these financial companies mm-hmm. coming in, um, all these people, this talent starting to come here and say, hey, Miami is a place that I can grow, you mm-hmm. know, both uh, my profession, pro- professional life, but right. also my personal life. Um, so with those being the case, my, my role specifically is to start looking in the different industries that we have to advance those even more so. We hit a really big mark last year with VC dollars and funding. Mm-hmm. So having my office play a direct role and indirect role and in making sure that we continue on the trajectory and path that we have set out with that. Uh, as far as uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, that has been something that I've been uh, pushing for for a very long time, mm-hmm. um, both in and outside of technology. So I want to continue to do that in this new role. Um, and as well as uh, I spoke about talent, but I, I, we're going to probably keep having this conversation because it's one of the areas that uh, people kind of say, hey, Miami's not where it's supposed to be. Talent is not there. But mm-hmm. if you see the institutions that we have, you see the programs that are coming out, and you see all the effort that's going into it. Miami Hack Week is happening right now. Okay. Um, if that doesn't tell you something about what's happening in the talent space in Miami, I, I really don't know what does. So uh, just a little bit of your background. Uh, you you went to law school at UM, the University of Miami. Yes. But you also have your sights set on tech. Yeah. Did you feel that you would have more of an impact in the tech scene or are you using both your expertise in law and in tech to to help the community? Uh, So when I started out um, looking into that, 
it, it was more so of um, a sense of necessity, right? Mm-hmm. So I was I was in law school. I was going through kind of the paces that everybody goes through. Like I'm going to go to corporate law. I'm going to get a whole bunch <laughs> right, of money. Right. That whole <laughs> stick. Uh, and and it hit me um, halfway through after talking to a couple of mentors and, and a couple people that uh, I, I really respected their opinion. And they said, Eric, you know, you're you're good. Like you're going to be solid. You, you have solid grades, but. I don't think that this is something you're going to truly enjoy um, mm. over time. And so I was like, what are you talking about? I'm really good at this. But it, I took a step back right. and did a little bit of reflection and started looking at the things that I did enjoy and some of the things that I did have hobbies in. And, and a, a huge thing of that was technology. Mm-hmm. I'd been coding, um, doing things in data analysis for a little while, just a small little side projects, nothing huge. But I wanted to circle back around and see what that was about. So. That was back in 2015, 2016, okay. um, during during my stint at law school. And from that point, I just delved more and more and more into technology, uh, first starting and doing little intern things with some of the different co-working spaces, mm-hmm. uh, CIC in particular, and Venture Cafe, uh, and then moving into um, a product design role by the time I got it out of uh, law school itself. So I made a huge shift in transition mm-hmm. uh, from being originally in law to moving into technology, but uh, I think that's what I really want people to understand about Miami. Miami presents those opportunities yeah. for you. Um, and this journey that I had was not narrow and straight from the get-go. I did not. I do not have a CS degree. I do not have any uh, heavily technical degree. But I taught myself, and I, uh, on top of teaching myself, I had a community that built that knowledge up even more. So. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think that's a great lesson for a lot of folks because you're you're more than what you are on on paper. If you go beyond that, step out of that box, oh you, my goodness, it opens up a whole world of so opportunities. So many things. Yeah. So many things. No, that's great. That's great. So, um, I mean, you alluded to it a little bit here, but how long have you been involved in the tech scene? Yeah. So, um, I first started going to my small little meetups and, and tech events uh, in in uh, late 2015. Um, and then I really threw myself head first in 2016 yeah. um, during that second year. So that was, you know, my opportunity to see a little bit more about what Miami scene was. And back then, um, I know there's some people who are like, Eric, there's even more <laughs> history beyond that. And I've, I've talked uh, at, at, at length with those people about like what Miami was like at its very, very beginning. But mm-hmm. when I came in, um, Miami was, you know, not in its complete infancy phase, but it was a toddler. It was still trying to figure out how to walk. So, you know, you had these like spattering of events that happened. You had your key places like CSC and and Lab Miami, um, but there was still a lot that needed to be done in in growing Miami. And, you know, seeing it from that point to this point now Mm -hmm. uh, has been an amazing journey and and a a beautiful thing to see. This uh, we we talked about it with, I think, all of our guests, but like this boom, it's real. This isn't this isn't play play, man. (laughs) It's happening. Yeah, I think I think at first. You know, if you would a year ago, mm-hmm. people would have this hype, like this, all this hype and things that are happening. But when you look at the numbers, when you look at the people right. and you look at the consistent level of energy over this period of time, like I think people think a year is, is a very short amount of time to keep up energy. But it's not like year is a long time yeah. and we have not stopped all the way up until this point. Yeah. And you're going to continue to see high level, high energy and substantive returns for the city of Miami, even moving uh, throughout into the end of this year. Yeah, momentum is definitely strong, and it's going to keep going for for a long time. One hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. We we just met maybe like 
15, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to brush up and do try to do my research. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm looking at your LinkedIn. And I, I really like the first line. Um, you said essentially that you're like uh, um, an ecosystem builder and a strategist. And I yeah. feel like it, it ties in really well with your new role as the executive director of Venture Miami. Can you Thank elaborate you. more on that? Yeah. So uh, one thing I want to tell anybody who's, you know, developing themselves in a kind of a little bit of a dynamic role. So if they're crossing industries, you know, play play with your brand a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it helps. It works. Like I think people think it's flippant or, or maybe not as... Um, substantive when you when you start to think about like what I actually am but play with that and the reason why I chose you know strategist and an ecosystem builder is because in being in technology I do code uh, like literally was spending a whole bunch of time this week and going over smart contracts again to make sure because yeah. we have a whole bunch of stuff with Miami coin and that's a different conversation <laughs> but um you know, making sure that you're up to date on those things, but then understanding how to apply them and leverage them in these larger communities that are being happening mm-hmm. requires a strategic approach. And then understanding how we help everybody at every level. Remember, uh, one of the things, and this is one of the things that I appreciate from the mayor the most, is he focuses on a Miami for all, uh, for everyone. Mm-hmm. A Miami for everyone um, means that we have to, at each level, help people get involved and gain more access to technology. So. Whether that's at the you know the very earliest levels at digital equity when we're talking about internet access, but you know at the level that I'm primarily concerned with digital literacy, mm-hmm. making sure people understand how to leverage and use technology, that's an area that I, I really want to hyper focus in on. So when I talk about ecosystem building, that's what I want to do. Yeah, like even in before this role, during this role, beyond this role, yeah. whatever this role grows into, that's what I want to continue to do because that's the real work that I think of impacts and affects people's lives. For sure, for sure. Um, by, you know, growing and diversifying the talent pool that yep. we have here. How many gems do you believe that that will emerge here in the Magic City? Yeah, and with all the work that you guys are doing, right? right. So I th- I think um, one of the things that uh, I want to make uh, really really clear is that the gems are already here. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of uncovering them. It's, it's finding those diamonds in the rough. So when we look at, I, I think some people write off what such a big accomplishment FIU had last year with um, breaking ground on that CS program and expanding it. Mm-hmm. That That's a huge accomplishment sure. that has to continually be looked at and said, how do we double down on that? How do we do more with that? The data science program from uh, Miami-Dade to, to UM, I, you know, I'm, I'm a data I'm a data geek. I love that. When I <laughs> yeah. saw that, I was like, that's amazing. I wish I was still in school mm-hmm. to take part in that. Um, if, if they have an executive program, I want in on that. So uh, if those those types of programs, like we have to keep doubling down on that and yeah. doing more with that because that's going to continue to make the uh, community enriched. So when I, when we when we say what gems you know still exist, there's so many more to be had, right? So we have these uh, different sets of boot camps that exist. I even went through one boot camp mm-hmm. myself locally down here. Um, when we look at those different areas, you know, how can we help them work in a unified way so that all of those graduates get into really good jobs? A good amount of them mm-hmm. are, but how we make sure all of them do? What? How do we help people transition from, you know, wanting to be in technology to actually participating in the in community and then learning what their path is actually going to be? So when we say the number of gyms, I think it's it's an infinite amount. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to start off small. It's going to take a lot of efforts, but, you know, the good thing about being in this position is that 
start off small for me that actually means like doing something big like being a catalyst yeah. for those things and that's what i want to do in this role like people are going to do small things i'm like out let me amplify that for you yeah let me put yeah. myself in position so if you're hearing me now i want that that's if, if i have called action I'm like help me amplify something that you know that the city needs mm-hmm. um because mm-hmm. i know the mayor will be behind it and i'm 100 percent behind it well, that's great because these 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 gems will eventually. I could totally see it eventually become household names nationally, yeah. internationally, yeah. and they'll be right here from Miami. Exactly. So that's awesome. One hundred percent. We touched a little bit about digital literacy and how important that is. Let's talk a little bit about uh, cryptocurrency okay. and, and this boom, <laughs> um, especially here in Miami, because yeah. it still feels like you know there's a lot of people who are just totally into it i know i have definitely have some interest but there are a lot of skeptics yes. out there as well yes so um and, and they probably don't see any any value or or future in it for sure how do you believe crypto will change the landscape of our economy of our community um in the most radical ways possible i don't <laughs> i don't i mean i'm gonna sound like uh um i don't know what to say a, a follower of the of the crypto maxim but <laughs> i i want to make sure people understand that you need to look at the underlying technology that it provides we're a very crypto forward mm-hmm. community an ecosystem down here where everything that is has to do with crypto we're all for it 100 mm-hmm. but we do have our factions like bitcoin and ethereum maximalists and people who go in those routes i i find myself kind of like phasing back and forth between a lot of them but i will say if if uh, if there's one thing you should be paying attention to is the underlying technology. When we talk about smart contracts and we talk about blockchain, that is really going to revolutionize the way that we do technology mm-hmm. moving forward. And while you might not be all on board with what crypto actually means right now, like when people say crypto and fiat, like I'm all on board for that. But if you're not all on board for that, you should still start to understand impl- the the impl- implications that Web3 is going to have when we're talking about these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. When somebody presents to you, hey, buy this NFT, and you're like, NFT sounds ridiculous to me. It's just a JPEG. (laughs) That may be true in how you perceive it right now, but what you should be asking yourself is, how is this even made possible to be in the conversation? And that is a smart contract Mm -hmm. that makes that possible. Smart contracts are allowing people to gain value in ways that they weren't able to do before. Blockchain is allowing people to capture value in ways that we weren't able to do before. So if you're here and you're like, I do real work, Eric. I really help communities. then you should be asking yourself, how can blockchain really help my community in that particular way? How can a smart contract really help some aspect of my community mm-hmm. and the things that we do? So I get it. The, you're not on board for crypto. <laughs> I mean, I've been on board for crypto since 2012. And my, and my boy put me in back when I was in undergrad. Yeah, like yeah. I was, I've been on the train for a very long time. Right, right. I wish I still had my Bitcoin for back then. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do not. I still got some now, but I don't, I don't have as much as I did before. But I will say, um, always hold. I will say, um, <laughs> hodl. <laughs> I will say that what what's important is is that you un- understand the underlying technology, and when you understand the underlying technology, you can start to understand how it's going to be helpful for the things that you want to do in particular. So, I, I I just put that out there to say, you know, let the crypto hype be what the crypto hype is. If you're not on board for it, but don't completely invalidate the entire industry in that respect mm. just don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. that's that's what i'm saying right now <laughs> yeah. just don't do that that's what i don't want to see have the calls been like flooding oh my goodness hey, are you guys busy with that man <laughs> i i'll tell you that half of half of my calls are in some way um related to something that has to do with web3 and then the other way has to do with just technology in general i'm um, in building up the ecosystem 
But I like that because people are really excited for the implications that both this technology has and maybe how they can apply it moving forward. So while we're getting all this inbound of, of, of both companies, organizations, and just individuals who are like, I'm on board for this, Miami's the place to be for that. Let Miami be the place for that mm -hmm. because we'll be one of the first places that figures out what all this actually means yeah. when all the chips fall. So while it, it's very easy to write it off and say, hey, Miami's just capitalizing on this new industry, and let us do that. Yeah. <laughs> let us be that. Let us experiment with that. Let us be let us be an area where we continue to experiment, continue to fail in some respects, but those failures lead to much greater success. Our net we're gonna be net positive when all this is said and done. And I think if you realize that, you're like, I'm gonna go in on Miami. So like in the in the last couple of years, I'm like I think I've really been trying to understand whether Miami has is going to be a place for me like forever. Like, am I in Miami forever? And I can tell you honestly to this day, I very much want to be and I very much am at this point in yeah, time now. Yeah. I'm I'm all in on what Miami is becoming and, and, and how we're going to continue to develop, even if that means we have some setbacks in how in some areas that we're in. Mm -hmm. That's to be expected. Yes, that's how you grow. That's how you grow. Yeah. So I don't anticipate that we're going to have anything setbacks in terms of us completely being a bubble and collapsing in that respect in any any other way that uh, other cities wouldn't um, also come across. But I do anticipate for us to continue to have very, very strong growth because we're being very serious and mm -hmm. we're bringing in really serious companies. I'll keep going back to numbers. Like, <laughs> like we can, we can, we can have this debate all day with like, are we better than a New York? How are we better than a San Fran? But you know, when we're talking numbers, the growth yeah. and the actual real companies that are establishing themselves in Miami, mm -hmm. you can't argue with that. Yeah. The you numbers, can't. the metrics don't lie. They don't lie. <laughs> and so now we're just talking about a time game. Yeah. So our, all we need is a little bit of time in order to continue to prove. Then, then wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Continue to determine whether or not you want to be on board with what's happening. But like these things are happening. And so the, the best thing that we can do is continue to strengthen that. And that's what Venture Miami is here for. Eric, I really appreciate you talking to us, man. This, is, this has been really great, um, empowering you. all the people in our community. And, and just congratulations on your new role, man. <laughs> I really appreciate it, man. It's, it's been a good time. And, you know, I, I really want to continue to put this uh, platform forward to help out as many people in Miami. So Miami for, for everyone. I really, I really love that quote. I think that was like spot on when the mayor put that. I was like, yes, I'm, I'm about that for sure. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you to all of you at home who have been listening and sticking with us all this time. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and continue to be a part of this community. So with that said, we'll see you next time on Empower 305.